Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I'll tell you what. You are listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. I'll tell you what. This is the macho man, Randy Savage. And you are listening to my man, Rob. Don't you go away. Turn to the spice. Welcome back to a very special Royal Rumble edition of the BCP. Right now you are listening to a cover of Kane's old theme. Uh, if you guys remember, Finger 11's Slow Chemical. That was a good one with the lyrics, of course, being covered by my good friends and It Lives It Breathes. Guys, thank you for always letting me use your tunage. I always enjoy listening to it. You can follow them right now on Spotify, on iTunes. Follow their WWE playlist. It's amazing. We always get the bangers on here. Guys, I super appreciate it. And one of my favorite uh, entrance themes, the Finger 11 version. So happy to be listening to that right now. But right now, if we're talking Royal Rumble, it's only fitting that we have royalty on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show the queen of the podcasting realm herself and our dear friend, the queen of any. Queen, what's up? How are you? What's up? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. And, you know, we were just saying, we were heard you were actually in our neck of the woods. I'm so sorry that we missed you. <laughs> but uh, how did you like that GCW show over in Asbury Park? Uh, literally the best thing ever. I fell in love with uh, wrestling all over again that night. So it was dope. But next time, don't worry, I'm coming back. We'll meet up next time. <laughs> Absolutely. We have to. Nunez was there. And we're like, oh, we missed the queen. And I almost ended up going and I didn't. Because I'm an idiot, but we'll definitely catch up next time. And so good to hear you're down here, or you were down here, and we'll definitely meet up in the future. Uh, of course, I'd also oh, yeah. like to welcome back to the BCP, the editor-in-chief of the PopBreak.com, the good brother, and let's face it, an all-around father figure, hashtag dad instincts, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bill Bodkin. What's up, bro? Hey, I just lived the Adam Page uh, gif. I'm <laughs> having to have myself a beverage, call myself off guard. Um I am officially declaring myself for this Royal Rumble <laughs> Predictions podcast. Love it. <laughs> good. Wow. You know what? Yeah. So good. Uh, you know. I will hey, look. guys, I'm a dad. These things come off the uh, come off the cuff. At least someone's announcing that they're in something. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right, yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a, in a little bit, you know, concerning especially the Women's Royal Rumble. Only four contenders officially announced, although we're seeing some things on Twitter here and there. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But as always, we start with Ladies First here on the Bob Culture Podcast, and we're going to start with the SmackDown Women's Title Match. I believe that is Lacey Evans uh, versus Bailey, the champion right now. 
I love what they've been doing with Lacey Evans. We've been saying it for a while here on the podcast about her being heel. I love the face move for her, as we always say, you know, former military, super mom, uh, super adorable video with her and Elias and her kids singing uh, like an acoustic song. It's super adorable. I don't know if you guys seen that. I really like the face, Lacey Evans. I'm not so huge on the heel Bailey. Like, I understand why they turned her and the big shock value after that kind of back and forth with Sasha. And then they didn't do anything and they finally ended up turning her. Little uh, just kind of stale on the character right now. What do you guys think about this match? And do you think we see uh, a new champion? We'll start with Queen. I think we do, actually. Wow. Uh, and, I, and I think we do because of the way that they've turned her and been really building her up the past, I don't know, a couple months and now, I guess, really and truly the last couple of weeks pushing this face turn and, and really building her up in a big way. It would seem silly to do that build, to really push her this hard, only to... Having having her stop short, I guess, would be the best way to put it. I think Bailey can recover from losing a title, and Evans, like, what's what's the point of building her if you're just going to do that and then make her go away again? I don't know. It's, it doesn't seem to make too much sense to me. I know Sasha can be a factor, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously. But I'm thinking, just based on the way that they have been building her on SmackDown, that she's going to have that strap by the time this match is over. Really well said, Queen. You're almost swaying me a little bit. I was going to say no, and I'm, I'm I'm all about the Lacey Evans face character. I've been a fan of her since NXT. I didn't really understand why they turned her heel, but again, uh, you know, she she worked with it. It was great, but I totally love this. I, I love her daughter kind of getting involved in the matches here and there, the little backstage clips like I saw on Twitter. You're really swaying me. Like, it does make sense. The, the push is there right now. I, I'll actually go Bailey to retain on this only because... I think SmackDown likes to do a lot of rematches. I think this is still part of the climb. I do think she ends up beating Bailey for the belt, but not at this particular pay-per-view at the Rumble. Although you are swaying me. Bill, what do you got on this one? So originally, I was going to say, yeah, Lacey's probably going to get it. And I will freely admit that I have never, ever been a Lacey Evans fan. I thought she was high, She was someone who I thought they pushed way too hard and too fast. In NXT, I remember seeing her in the Mae Young Classic, and I'm like, she was she was the Roman Reigns of 2015 in that, where they were really trying to make her something, and it was like, guys, she's got the talent, but she's not ready yet. And Queen was right in some respect that you're like, why would you have her lose? And just like she did with Becky, like you built her up just to have her lose all the time. I think Sasha does interfere in the in the match and costs uh, Lacey, uh, or like it ends up in a disqualification or something like that, or she costs uh, Lacey the match because I think the ultimate moment here is going to be the daughter in the ring cry hug moment at wrestlemania Aww. and i think i think i think and that's a good story to tell like I, again i i'm not like a big lacey evans fan like i want to see her when she's fine and all but like um i think that's the better wrestlemania moment to have like because they've introduced the daughter it's just like okay now we're gonna have this and they're kind of gonna do the john cena thing where she loses and then she's going to have to fight her way against all odds to get to her road to WrestleMania. She gets there. She wins. Hug. American flag comes down maybe. You know, hugs her daughter. 
for a good feel, like a legitimate feel good moment, like in derpy tears and stuff like that. Like I think that's like uh, if I if I was booking it, I'm like if we're going for the big moment that people want to remember for a while, that would be it. So I think I'm gonna go with Bailey. Bailey retain. I, I'm not gonna say she's gonna win, but I'm saying Bailey retains by hook or by crook. But you know the, the other thing I want to ask you is I could totally see that happening too, right? The Sasha factor, like I said, and, and I agree, it, it's highly possible. But I also wonder what credence you guys put behind the kind of rumblings we've been hearing about the Sasha Bailey rematch at Mania. And maybe that's the moment we get. And maybe this is the start of that whole thing. Or is it too soon for that? It just was something that has been rumbling around, pun intended, in my brain <laughs> uh, as as this match is approaching. I that, feel like th- is Lacey going to help be a catalyst for that? Are they really going to put Lacey Evans in a mania spot? They, I, I, it they love her. They I know love why. <laughs> I, I, I know. I mean, but I mean, I, she's Roman. She's the Roman of a few she years is. ago, and now, but but the crowd is a little more behind her, and people are generally seeming seeming to get behind her. Yeah, it's better than I it feel, was when she was heel. I agree. Yeah. Oh, she was horrid, horrible, and, yeah. and um, and I felt bad for her for being placed in a situation like there needed to be a build to that instead of uh, like a complete just she jumped like 10 places before she before she needed to she was driving her car when she was 10 instead of learning how to ride a bike you know um, and I, I think the Sasha Bailey thing is a, on paper is a better draw but there's a lot of hard lefts you got a lot of hard turns you got to make to get to that like we're gonna have to have like Sasha's had this like heel turn Bailey's had this heel turn now someone's gonna turn face again I feel like it's a lot of work and a lot of undoing of the reasons they became heel in order to get there hmm. and I don't Possibly. but but then again WWE sometimes just doesn't care and throws it against the wall it's like this happens <laughs> That's, this isn't a, this isn't a long thought out story like Ricky Shane Page's run with the GCW title, <laughs> right? Tell him, Bill. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's already starting. Um, to- Don't worry, I'm going to make 12 AEW references during this thing. At least two MLW references, and I might bring in AAA. Oh, I'm definitely bringing in AAA for one of my references later. Yeah, can't wait. That'll be dynamite, as you always say. Um, oh, also, no, that well, was that was yours. That was well yours. Done. Um, <laughs> into the fire all right anyway so uh you know to, our last yeah. Right, just yelling that. Yeah. um to queen's point I, I think that's very interesting what you say about bailey and sasha i'll have to i think respectfully disagree i don't see it happening at mania you know there was a couple times mania came around and you know we didn't know what we were doing with them and you know they ended up being the tag team champions at one point i mm-hmm. i kind of like what you guys are saying about Lacey, like you think about this time last year, you have Becky Lynch, who, who really has a lot of fuel under her and, you know, really just like a lot of spark. You have Seth Rollins, who's carrying Raw. Like, the past couple of Rumble podcasts, like, not to toot our own horn here, but beep, 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 you know, like, we, you know, you knew Becky was going to win. You knew Rollins uh, was a very strong favorite to win the Rumble. I, I really can't wrap my head around who's going to win the Rumble this year, but as far as... I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, which, okay with that. that's a great point. That. That's a great, really great point. But as far as momentum, like guys I'm thinking about who have momentum right now, or, or gals, I should say, Lacey Evans, I'm totally feeling it, and I'm thinking this is going to be a build to maybe a bigger pay-per-view or a bigger moment. Uh, so I like what they're doing with them. Real quick, I want to throw a curveball at you guys. Before we get into the next matches, 
I, I, I find it very interesting the heels and the faces right now. I feel like a lot of roles are typically like reversed. You know, we're talking about Bailey being a heel. Obviously, that's a big you know turn, as we say in, in the business. We have Lacey Evans being a face, which I'm all for. We have guys like Samoa Joe, who you love, Queen. I know, and uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, uh, kind I of. So you, lo- you saw you love that he got the braid going on last night. Yes, I saw that too. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag wrestling fashion. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. that's a whole nother podcast we got to do. <laughs> Sure but, is. Uh, but, uh, we, got, just, we could do one episode on Joey Janela's AEW Dynamite hair. There I'm you ready. Go. <laughs> There's the Dynamite reference. Um, so we have we have guys like KO and Samoa Joe who are good guys. Uh, there's a lot of the factor, you know, the theory with The Fiend, you know, guys kind of turning. You know, I don't love Miz as the heel. Uh, I really thought he was going to have some sort of title around his waist, like since WrestleMania. You know, I'm not sure what they were doing with him. He's kind of reverting back to the heel. You have Daniel Bryan going back. I feel like some of these roles are, are very strongly reversed. You know, I'm not in love with all of them. Like, you know, I love Samojo as a bad guy. Uh, face Samojo is very interesting. I, I don't love KO as a face. I know a lot of people do. I'm on the other side of that. I do. Yeah, but what do you guys think about, like, kind of, I feel like a lot of people are, are very, like, on the wrong side of things right now. Um, what do so you guys you think? So you feel like we're in, we're in the upside down right now is what you're saying. Oh, don't get me started. That's a whole nother story. But, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. Any thoughts on that? I don't know. It's, it's, a little, it's a little weird. Uh, but to be honest with you, I think, I, I always see KO when they have him being faced. I think it's hysterical. Yeah. Because he's still being himself. That's the thing. The only thing is he's not saying mean stuff. <laughs> but he is. Yeah. He's saying mean stuff to the heels, right? Yeah, yeah. So, similarly to Samoa Joe, and now he's face, they're still like the anti-heroes. They're like the Deadpools. Like, he's, they're kind of a bad guy, but they're still on the right side. I like <laughs> that's that. That's how I feel about them as faces. That's I mean, brilliant. There hasn't been much that has... That's the thing. Like, the only, the only two... People, I know you pitched me some names before that have done the full heel turn or for full 180, I should say, was kind of like Alexa Bliss. That's a big and, one, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah, that's and, a big and, one. And, and Bailey. Right. Because, like, KO and Smojo are the same dudes. Yeah. They just really are. Like, and, it, and it's kind of like the Steve Austin effect. Steve Austin was like, oh, I was never a babyface, I was just me. Right. And, like, so basically, KO is just KO, and he even said to the Street Profits, he's like, "I like you guys. I might not turn on you." Like he acknowledges, <laughs> he acknowledges his own, you know, Kevin Owenisms. Samoa Joe basically said the only reason he turned face was he didn't like the AOP for jumping people from behind. Although he kind of debuted jumping Seth Rollins from behind, but whatever. WWE never remembers timelines. It's like Doctor Who in some ways, you know, timing line bullshit. And um, I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and is. So, so, okay, I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. And he, he, like, and Seth became a heel. But in his mind, why he works so well as a heel is because he doesn't think he's the bad guy. He's the villain in everyone else's story except his own. Because he's just trying to do what's best for the brand and his brand. And Bailey, with her, with her Karen, you know, I need to speak with the manager haircut. (laughs) it, It was so necessary because I feel like, there was a time where Bailey was like it, Bailey in NXT never equaled Bailey in WWE. It was always like yeah. everyone liked Bailey, but she was never as popular. So they needed to do something to change things up. Um, and Alexa, I feel like the face turn has really done zero for her. And I always feel like like traditionally face turns in a lot of ways 
are a lot less interesting and a lot less sustainable for a lot of characters. Like the heel turn is always more interesting because you could just be a bad guy and you could just do bad guy things. Whereas you see a lot of people turn face and it just kind of goes, you know, there's yeah. a turn that blah, you know, so right. that's kind of what Alexa is right now. I, right now, creatively, I think WWE is just in this malaise where um, you were saying people have like juice and like heat behind it. I feel like no one does. I feel like everyone's cold right now. No one's got heat. No one's just. No one is, you know, rate, you know, moving the barometer at all because everyone's because I feel like WWE is like right now is like there's matches we don't know what to do but Lana and Rusev. <laughs> that's the only thing there. like even think the fiend has cooled off like a tr- significantly right yeah we like, will talk like, about that yeah no one no one is exciting in wwe right now no one is like captivating no one is like like we don't have any momentum going into royal rumble or right. we know who's gonna win just zero people have momentum no one's red it's hot so yeah weird. This time of the year, like this is the time. Royal Rumble is always my favorite time because we're kicking off WrestleMania. Things start to get crazy. You never know who's going to show up. But lately, I'm looking at this product and I'm like, well, who am I rooting for and why do I care? You know, besides the like phenomenal, but like why? Yeah, you got like one good match of Raw. Like you had the ladder match this week, which Which was was great, awesome. You had Buddy Murphy and Aleister Black, awesome. But like. But who's who? Who's being pushed? Who's who's there? Who's the guy? Who's the gal? Like nobody. Even Becky Lynch. I mean, she's. It's like everything is just like we're just treading water until we have to figure out WrestleMania right now, and it, it's just like kind of like, eh, you know. It's confusing. Right. Yeah, I absolutely agree. By the way, speaking heel face transformations, best one like just. You know, like you say, Bill, you go from one to the other and then you like don't know what to do with them and it, or it cools off or however you say it. Io Shirai, that transformation, the look, well, her going to heal, come NXT, on. NXT, bro, NXT is on a whole other level. Yeah, we all know that. Ding, ding, ding. That's yeah. a different conversation, man. Like, they know how to keep people hot. Well, NXT UK is a different story, but NXT proper, like, they know how to keep people hot. But like you know, Keith Lee, Ray Ripley, Io Shirai, like they got a lot of a lot of things bubbling. But main, but Raw SmackDown is cold as ice right now. That's right. And let's uh, you know, let's hope we see some of these NXT guys and gals on Sunday in the Rumble. We That's have. That's what to. they say. Let's move on. You guys mentioned the Fiend a little bit. Now I'll uh, I'll put a disclaimer on this. You know, mental health, super important. You know, take that very seriously. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the tweets from Bray Wyatt. It's weird because er- earlier in the week... Oh, I, I have not. I have not. I, I apologize. So, uh, er- so earlier in the week, I was thinking, you know, I think I was reviewing SmackDown for you, Bill. And I was just thinking, like, man, this whole thing with The Fiend, it was so brilliant. And uh, it, and I'm not trying to knock anyone here. I'm choosing my words very carefully. I feel like it's cooled off. Like I'll, I'll say that it's cooled off. Yeah. There was a lot yeah, of there was a lot of brilliance to it, especially with you know him defeating people and them turning. You know we we're talking about heels and face and all that. That's very brilliant. And the whole Mister Rogers thing. Yeah. And the the thing that was very interesting to me was the rambling rabbit proposing a some sort of kryptonite or weakness to Daniel Bryan. I thought that was very interesting. But uh, it's cooled off, and you know it kind of started with that. I believe Hell in a Cell and the Red Light and this and that, and it's really cooled off. I don't want to knock 
Bray Wyatt or, you know, the writers or anything like that. But uh, referring to the tweet, he had tweeted something, you know, along the lines of a lot of the quotes that people had tweeted or said. And, you know, it was a bad direction for the character or bad writing. And he he said, I guess it, it depressed him. Or And then he said, but he appreciates the people that love him. And he put, I love you, Jojo. And I love you, my kids. I don't know if you guys saw that. But apparently oh. it, it, it affected him. Um, or, or it could all be a, a thing. I don't think it was. But um, no, I don't think it was, man. Because like, from you know, my a lot of my time in my workday is spent looking at wrestling stuff to avoid the festering hellhole of my job. <laughs> is that he has spent like the better part of the reason he was gone for so long? The reason he has invested so much, like rebuilding his body, rebuilding his brand, which because he had become very marginalized in WWE, is just like a guy instead of a god, basically. Because Bray Wyatt should have been is that character. I remember seeing him on the NXT days when they were still on Hulu. It was like this thing where I was like, oh my god, this is what Waylon Mercy was meant to be back in the nineties. Like this is amazing. And then, he, then they just beat him, beat him, beat him, beat him, beat him, and he became just a guy. And then there were cockroaches on the ring projected from him during the Randy Orton match. And there you go. Yeah. And, uh, and then he built the Fiend, and it was something so special. And now it's just, meh, just another guy in a mask with dreads, you know. And that's what it's become. And I think, and they were putting him in this feud with Kane. And I know you love Kane, Rob, <laughs> but like Kane, Kane is way past his prime. Like he's he's a he's a special guest in the Royal Rumble at this point. He's a friggin' mayor of a county. Like I guess because counties have mayors in Tennessee, and like. <laughs> I don't know politics in Tennessee. It's just, it's huh. you know, it's like I can see that being very deflating, and they've they've really dropped the ball on him. And I could see, I could see him being very frustrated by that. AEW just got renewed, it, right? So if you want to go there, go there. Um, you know, but all what I'm saying is like you invest that much, and they they were going to push him to the moon, and now I mean I love him and Brian in the ring together, but man, the fiend just cooled off a ton. That's fair. Queen, thoughts on The Fiend? And I feel similarly. You know, when they had that match with Seth Rollins, that was kind of the beginning of the end for me. Mm. The way that that whole thing went uh, and and getting up after that toolbox spot and all that crazy stuff, right? You know, that was a signal to me that they potentially did not really know what they had <laughs> as much as we thought that they did. And I don't mean that to Bray or the people who were supporting him creatively. I just mean the, the system as a whole. Because look where he is now. I think the match with him and Daniel when he was just Bray Wyatt, Mr. In Mr. Rogers' version, mm. I think could have been so much cooler. And I think they kind of misstepped with that. And now here we are. And it's gotten even cooler now and I mean like cooled off not cooler like yeah, interesting yeah. Um, I, I think they should have treated him as a bad guy all the time and then let that other side of him come out the Mr. Rogers side for things like this when he talks to Daniel Bryan I think he should have exclusively been Bray Wyatt and Mr. Rogers on the program and then on the pay-per-views we get this guy it's what they did to Demon Balor right yes it was so hot and so great and then they 
they just something happens and they turn a little switch and it kills the whole thing. And that's where I feel like they're at with. with they don't know right. how to tell. They like they like they don't know how to tell complex stories anymore. Right. Right. This is a very complex, intricate, mental, psychological storyline. And, and and the guy who should have been telling it is Heyman because I mean we saw what he did with Raven in the nineties. I mean I know that's twenty five years ago, but. That's still like that was a complicated, multi-layer, multi-year. I mean, dozens of people involved in Angle, and if there's anyone who knows how to intricately like tell a story, it's Paul Heyman. But well, that is, yeah. it's Michael P.S. Hayes. <laughs> well, it would be better if I mean, for what they have over there, I think he'd be the guy to to really hone that in. But he's busy doing other things and he's not on that show Um, which is another which is another whole issue in and of itself but I I don't know I'm I'm not as excited for this as I was hoping I would be and I I don't really know what's going to happen but as far as the match I just think it's not really the time for him to lose the strap I feel like he should lose it at Mania if anything's going to happen just because it's a bigger moment Mm. Um, and I can see the argument, though, where Brian could take it, but it seems kind of weird to let him take it to Mania. So I kind of feel like it could end up in a, in, in a match for them there or someone new comes out. But SmackDown is, is kind of rough for me right now. So Same. I don't even really know who to project for that. It's kind oh. of a whole mess over there. Oh. I don't watch it as much because I, I can't understand it. I have an idea. Oh, good. Well, then, but, you uh, but I'll save it for the rumble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, so, Queen, you think uh, obviously Bray's going to retain or the Fiend? Yeah, I think I think Dana Bryan's going to come real close, but yeah. ultimately, no. I I, yeah, well, I agree with like that. Likewise. Yeah, yeah, it seems uh, pretty uh, unanimous. We have the trifecta here. And then again, like other things, again, not trying to knock anyone, you know, or anything like that. You know, mental health is, you know, super important and, uh, you know, not trying to. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just in terms of like the belt, you know, we call it called the Cool Ranch Dorito belt. You know, they made it blue because it's on SmackDown now. And, I like Cool Ranch Doritos. And then, Same. Uh, not, not as good as the Sweet Thai Chili, but. You yeah, know. correct. <laughs> But um, also, and then he has that alternate belt, which is like his mask or whatever, and that's like a whole thing. And like, it was just like too much, you know. It's like too much going on. And I like the, I like the decapitated head lantern. The belt. That's the best. Yes. The belt is terrible, but that lantern is what's up. That's brilliant. yeah, so good. So I think uh, we pretty much know what we're thinking for that title match, and I think it's safe to say Fiend's going to hold on to it. I think we do have an elimination chamber coming up. I'm not sure, but that's usually the case. And uh, so. oh wait, no, I think it's coming to like Philly. Actually, I think elimination elimination chamber might be around here in March. Actually, I got to think about that, but we'll get back to you on that one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Shorty G versus Sheamus. Uh, Fuck me in the face. <laughs> I really hate this name. Sorry. <laughs> I. That's the worst. It's goddamn worst stupid name ever. <laughs> Look, let's just say this, like. Chad Gable, fantastic uh, athlete, fantastic oh, wrestler. The friggin' 
best, man. He's amazing. He almost king of the ring, you know, last kind of big build for him. And, you know, we kind of all knew it was going to be Corbin. We had some good matches and uh, him just showcasing all of his skills. But now we have Sheamus come back with like kind of the old school Sheamus look. Great to see him back. But now you're feuding with Shorty G. I, I can't even say. Like, you're Shorty. I got to say Chad Gable. You know, like, I understand what they're going for. And, like, I don't like his gear. You know, it's just like I see what they're trying to do. And he's he's embracing I, I it. I, and he's being I the don't underdog. see what they're trying to do. He's not a basketball player. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And this is basically where we've, like, and it's just like the, the like, kind of just like ass backwards WWE booking is like okay you know what we're gonna do we're gonna book Sheamus <laughs> like we booked Sheamus in 2012 it's like no bro it's 2020 like no <laughs> you know like but it, uh, to me uh, just long, you know, long story short Sheamus is gonna win I agree Sheamus is gonna win oh Queen. yeah <laughs> hardcore yes if there's a if there's any safe bet on this card this is the one <laughs> Which means Vince McMahon is like, let's take him for a ride. Yeah. Fuck it, Shorty G is going to win my roll-up. You know? First of all, can, if you're going to call someone Shorty G, can you at least spell it Shouty G? Like S-H-A-W-T-Y? Can oh, we, like, I, you I, gotta I, commit. I, I would hate it more. I would light myself on fire. I like no. it. I like Stop it. it. <laughs> That's the game changer right there. I like it, Queen. Thank that you. is the game changer. Well, like, you might as well embrace what you're going for. You already put the G in there. That's brilliant. I like it. I like it. Um, let's talk about Roman Reigns versus uh, Bill's personal favorite wrestler of all time, Baron Corbin, King Corbin, excuse me, uh, with the stipulation being a Falls Count Anywhere match. This is not typically my kind of match, kind of like the two big guys, kind of a slower-paced match, and then you have you know, your spots, your signature moves, and your finishers. The fact that it's a Falls Count Anywhere at the Royal Rumble, that should make it hopefully a little less rushed. At the same time, I don't want this to be a super slow, long match. And hopefully Both guys we get... in a rumble, by the way. What's that? Both guys in a rumble, yes. by the way. Yes, good, excellent call on this one. Man, I don't know where to go with this. Again, I can't wrap my head around a lot of what's going on on SmackDown. I'll throw it to you guys. I really don't know where to go. We'll start with Queen on this one. You guys, I, oh. <laughs> I, I could not care less about this. <laughs> Is that so bad to say? I really don't care. It's fair. <laughs> I cannot stand. You guys know I cannot stand Baron Corbin. I cannot. I am but they, right there with you. Oh my god! They keep pushing this dude, and I'm over here like, please, why? Like, make it stop. I can't. Well, After the dog to all the thing. Re- the oh. Wrestling journalists out there. He's the best heel in the business. Okay. Hold my beer, says Jay White and Kenta M- and MJF. Like, MJF and-, and can we keep going? Great. I'll, I'll, fuck, I'll say Brandy Rhodes is a better heel than both of them. No. Let's not go that far. <laughs> I, I'll go there. I'll go oh, there. God, Bill. I'll go there. <laughs> I can't stand her either. But I'd probably okay, hate Carmen. So right. she can do no wrong. Oh, God, please. But anyway, um, this, this, I just, I don't know. Like, like you said, I, I don't understand what's going on on SmackDown. And then I turn it on and I'm like, is this still happening? Um, History says Roman rarely loses on pay-per-views, right? Right. But I feel like they've put so much behind Corbin that this is just going to propel him even more on the hatred spectrum where they want him to be. So, like, of course he's going to win towards Mania season as as we move towards that needle. So, 
I hate to say it, but that's where I'm leaning right now. Yeah, and, and Corbin's yeah. got a lot of cronies uh, in his pocket, too. Like, obviously, we have the Usos back as Just well. Just every, every goddamn heel they have. Just like, go be with Corbin! Yeah. In a weird hangout group. I, I don't want to, I don't understand. Ziggler and Rude, really? Okay, great. It's, it's just like, are these guys in a G chat together? Good. Make them, <laughs> a, make them a faction. But at least Seth Rollins' faction makes sense. Like, this Corbin thing is just like, oh, hmm, the revival this week. Huh, throw someone else in there next week. Throw Sheamus in there. Um, That's right, yeah. I, I think it's uh, – I'm going to go Corbin as well because my narrative is this, is that Roman's going to uh, – Roman will get a big win tonight, mm-hmm. a preview of my thoughts. And so because they always do this, let's put his title shot in peril. So Corbin beat him. So he has to get through Corbin with his title shot on the line. He beats Corbin. Then he goes under WrestleMania. That's what I think is going to happen. Mm, interesting. I'll go for I'll go for the trifecta with you guys. I'll go Corbin. You guys swayed me on this one. I really didn't know where to go. But Corbin's got the cronies. It's a false count anywhere. There will be some sort of... Uh, you know, foreign I mean, sh- objects, yeah, big finish, yeah. something like that. Hopefully something entertaining for us again because uh, these are guys that are just big guys, slower pace, I think, which isn't my favorite, um, you know, until you hit the big spots. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go with Corbin, and, uh, you know, maybe, like Bill said, maybe there will be a big win for Reigns later in the night. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, let's move on to uh, a match uh, recently announced today. What was it again, Bill? Umberto Carrillo? Umberto Carrillo versus Andrade for the United States. Uh, well, wait, is it the U.S. title at yes. the Royal Rumble? One-on-one match. Uh, I loved, obviously, Andrade's matches with Ray. I, I would have loved that ladder Which, match. by the way, I'm yeah. sorry, Rob, I'm going to cut you off for a second. It makes no goddamn sense why you put a ladder match on Raw ding, ding, ding. and you don't put it on the Rumble. Thank you. And Umberto Carrillo, I don't know if you guys like him or not, is one of the most bland people on the Monday Night Raw roster. His finisher is a moonsault. People kick out of 450s, guys. It's a moonsault, and it's not even that good. He is so green. He is so not ready for this spot, but they're like, he's a handsome Latin guy. We need the next Eddie Guerrero. Here he is. He's not. He's not. You have guys, like, you have Angel Garza, who would be Mm. the perfect guy Mm -hmm. for this. Charisma can talk, can wrestle. Man, people would love the shit out of this guy. But Hell no, yeah. his boring ass cousin Umberto, who is just—he is three years too early for this. He will one day be a good wrestler, but you are shoving him down our throats. Nobody gave a shit when he jumped out and pulled the mask up. It's Umberto. No one cared. No one cared. Because you know why? Because Rey Mysterio, that's the match people want to see. This match should have been, and I've been calling it for a year, it should have been Andrade and Rey in a hair versus mask match, and it would have been red hot. But no, let's go with fucking Umberto, who is, (laughs) he just, oh, he's just so not ready. And they're just like, he's the guy. You have 50 people. In, uh, who are not even used on Raw, SmackDown, or in NXT, who could put in a better match than Umberto, and yet I keep seeing his 
boring face. Dang. Bill, and, tell know, us how you really feel. He's going to win the goddamn match, too. No. You know what? He's going to win. No. You think? I mean, they made it like the big surprise, like Jesus Christ raised from me on Easter Sunday when he jumped out on the, uh, and pulled off his mask. I think that'd be a huge disservice to Rey Mysterio if they let that dude win at the Rumble. Well, clearly they don't care because they don't care about anything. You guys ever seen Mean Girls? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, thank okay. you. I was going to say that about so that. I made a note. I have a note on my paper saying Umberto is... Stop making Umberto Carrillo happen. Oh, my Just God. <laughs> stop making Umberto happen. Stop making Fetch happen, Gretchen. It's never going to happen. That's how I feel about Humberto Carrillo. I think it'd be a huge mistake, huge mistake, to let him win against Andrade. Sorry, wrong move. They should have had this ladder match on the Rumble. It would have been great. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Because that's what that match was. It was perfect. Zelina going up top and saying, you're not going to get past me. Fucking perfect. The best use you've ever made of her since she's been on the main roster. Perfect. But, like, no. Uh, this was all set up for Umberto. Johnny Dimples coming back. Let's, let's see him wrestle. Oh, fantastic. He's only lost every match except when he was in Saudi Arabia. Congratulations. Wow. Umberto, you can't sit with us. That's what you guys are saying right now. Yes, um, so no, never. Lo- lots to say on this. I, I don't hate Umberto to the level that, that Bill does. Uh, I do, I do I agree. I don't hate him. Right. I hate I hate they're putting this guy who is very young and had no time in NXT right. in a position where 25 other guys could have been. Give me Cedric. Give me Swerve. Give me Riddle. Give me Lee. Give me f- friggin' DJZ. I don't care. They're all better than Umberto. But yet you're hell-bent on making this guy happen. Yeah, it- you have him for a long time. Let him grow. Let him build. You're killing this guy, and he ain't that good. I, I get what you're saying, Bill, and I do agree like wholeheartedly with like he was cool on NXT. I was happy with him there. I didn't understand uh, necessarily why he went to Raw and, and was feuding immediately with like the likes of AJ Styles, and now as we see for the U.S. title. And it's very interesting, you know, I saw him popping up on 205 Live, and I thought the back and forth between 205 Live and NXT, that was a good spot for him uh, to develop. Yeah, like you, yeah, yeah, like you were saying, to develop. There's other guys that could have come up. Going back to Rey Mysterio, again, my personal favorite. I love what they've been doing with him. He had a, a title shot, you know, with Brock Lesnar. Again, the crowd being so, like, hot and alive, like, in that match. Like, we wanted Rey to win that match. Like, the live crowd wanted him to win. That would have been such a great moment. You know, him and Dominic hitting that double 619 which i had seen them training doing uh that was just what a moment the crowd reacts you know you're like is this gonna happen you know maybe for a second you know you have that little bit of hope uh ray obviously doesn't win he gets that consolation prize with the u.s title win i think what the night after or very shortly after and then you have this ladder match on monday Whereas Umberto and Ray, again, like the crowd is going nuts for Ray and, you know, not to say like how old is he or whatever, but at this point in his career, after so many injuries, like the ultimate underdog, he has so much momentum. I do like what they've been doing with Ray, like constantly in the title picture, fought Brock. Uh, I do agree that ladder match should have been on Sunday. What a great match that was. And I don't understand this match. You know, like Bill said, they added it today. I don't understand it. I love what they're doing with Ray. It'll be fun to see Ray in the Rumble. Hopefully we do get that hair versus mask match. Because every time those two get in the ring, you know, like we always say, the real winners, the fans, I got to go with um, 
there's no way Umberto wins this one. He can't. It just no. I gotta go with uh, Andrade. I'm already close to turning this off and not watching anymore. So if they freaking put the belt on Umberto Carrillo, I'm just gonna. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> this under this undercard is the drizzling shit. It's not good. <laughs> It's terrible. And this is the Rumble. Like, our favorite, like, you know, our personal oh, favorite. To be to be fair, the Rumble, traditionally, you can go back, like, the, the early 90s and stuff. The opening card is always a one-match thing. It's always, like, it's always, like, here's The Undertaker in that cool match, or here's Bret Hart and Diesel. Like, here's, like, this one thing. Now, years, you know, since the Attitude Era, we've we've had big title matches, we've had big things happening on these, but, like, last year we're spoiled. We had some great matches. I mean, as Brock and Finn was a killer sure, match. so good. So good, and you get some really good matches. This year, they just did not, this is going back to, like, almost a 1990, you know, Royal Rumble, where it's, like, Rugged Ronnie Garvin and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Like, who cares? Like, the Rougeau brothers and the Bushwhackers. Who cares? It's just, like, it's a very who cares outside of maybe one or one match, like, type of opening card. Absolutely. And uh, we'll talk about, let's move on, because uh, we do have to get to those Royal Rumble matches. I do want to talk about a match I think that we're all excited for. I, I think uh, from Queen's Twitter feed, I believe uh, you are excited for this one. Becky versus Asuka. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this was this the match from last year's Royal Rumble where Becky had tapped, or was that TLC? Yes, yes. Where she lost. Yes, right. And uh, we ultimately knew uh, that Becky had to be in the Rumble because Becky had to win the Rumble. So I think uh, right. in order to do that, she did have to lose. So we all kind of saw that one coming. This time around, I have no idea. Queen, I'm going to throw this one to you. Okay, well, of all the storylines that are going on in terms of the non-Rumble stuff, I think this was the best built. It was a ready-made feud, a ready-made story, given that she did lose, right? And and it is, you know, she was able to lean into that, you know, it's been haunting me, and, and yes, I'm putting my title on the line, and I'm going to be Asuka, and this is the time where I'm going to cement it, make it happen, da-da-da. It was great, right? The promos have been really, really hot. I think up until the contract signing, they had it all right. Uh, I hate contract signings. I just think it does nothing for anybody. But Bing the mist in the face was excellent. I thought Becky mm-hmm. so, so, yes. so well. Yes. Um, that was really great. Just it continued the, you know, what is this new Asuka and, and how is how is this going to affect Becky? And it, it's mental. It's mind games. It's really cool. Like if you've watched Asuka outside of WWE as Kana, it's not the same, but it, it gives you a, an interesting look into a different side of her, which I, I'm loving how she's being portrayed right now. And I love her and Kyrie Sane together as the tag champions. I think they're excellent this way. Um, I think it's going to be a great match. I think Becky is probably going to wrestle her best here with Asuka because Asuka is so amazing. And I think they're just going to bring each other up and it's going to be really, really cool. Um, the way she's been built as kind of this like unbeatable opponent, um, will she will she retain here? I, I think ultimately, um, I think she will. And this hurts me to say, uh, because I love Asuka very much, and I would love to see her have a title, but I don't think it's quite time yet. I think Becky should keep it for a little while longer, and hopefully maybe something happens a little bit later in the Rumble for the ladies mm. that, may, that may, you know, feud towards Mania storyline type stuff. 
Um, I, I think Asuka has the ability to lose here and still be red hot. She can continue to build the titles with Kyrie, building her tag team partnership with Kyrie, and ultimately end up back in the title picture down the line. Um, I would love her to win now. I really would. But I, I just, I'm not sure they're going to pull it off Becky at Rumble. So that's kind of where my thoughts are, are going. Very interesting. I'll agree with you, Queen. Again, you're swaying me a lot on this one today. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I, you know, I do kind of see Asuka pulling it out at the same time she already is a champion. Uh, you know, we have that Asuka two belts kind of trending a little bit. I don't see that happening for Asuka right now. Asuka getting the win, obviously, last year at the same event. Uh, Got to go with Becky to hold on to that belt for, let's let's be honest, a heck of a, a run. But, uh, you know, who's going to be the person to take the belt off of Becky Lynch? Uh, Bill, your thoughts. Hmm. So I think we the WWE kind of tipped the hat to where they want to go at uh, WrestleMania. And that does not involve Asuka. In fact, I will be surprised if we even see Oscar on WrestleMania, uh, because the I actually forgot that they were WWE tag team, women's tag team champions, and I was like, when was the last time they defended that? And I forgot it was at um, TLC. Uh, to be fair, I think this is going to be one hell of a match. I think you you've brought Oscar up to a level she has not been at for a very long time. Mm-hmm where she is seen as a credible, legitimate killer. And then we haven't seen that since NXT, really. Uh, even when she had that run, in, uh, I always thought when she had that run, when she came up and she was undefeated and Charlotte beat her, I still thought that was kind of stop-start and it wasn't taken as seriously. Um, we've never reached that level of intensity with her as we have right now. And I've really enjoyed this build as Becky's like, she's the one I have to beat. She she is the demon that haunts me in my dreams yeah. because I didn't beat her no, and and I like that and I like the mist has been used as not just this comedy thing but as like going back to the to like the territory days of like how serious the mist is I do think Becky retains because they have other plans for Becky Becky's headlining WrestleMania with a belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're gonna get this will steal that this will steal the show. In terms of the undercard, and um, Becky's going to retain. And I think Becky also needs a good match because, in my opinion, I've watched the last few Becky matches, even the match with Kyrie, and I felt like Becky's been a little off. I felt like there's they haven't had the same crispness in pre as as you know for maybe even a year ago, and that could be a lot of wear and tear from just being on the road all the time as like the number one draw in the company. But I think she's going to pull out probably one of her best matches in a long time. Asuka is great, and I think she's going to be great in this match. This is going to be a treat for the fans. Wow, really well said. And a great job by both of you guys mentioning The Mist. Uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't go into detail about how Becky did such a great job just selling it and being in pain. I don't know if you guys saw Bubba Ray's uh, reaction to that. Um, he posted a video on Twitter from... Uh, I guess what the busted open show and uh, he was, he was talking about, you know, how well she did that. And, and, you know, it's something that I noticed like while watching, I'm like, Oh, she's really like, you know, like selling it and, and in pain and is recovering from it and wipe, you know, wiping the towel off her eyes and at the same time getting mad and, and, you know, threatening Oscar. And I thought that was really, really cool. You know, I always loved, uh, you know, I know you guys like different people, but I always liked like actually Tajiri with the mist, 
Um, oh, I'm just what, yes. yeah, with that screech, you know, like I always love that when he goes across <laughs> the ring. Yep. But uh, you know, when Oscar started using the mist, like it wasn't like something about it, like wasn't right. Like it was like all over her face, and like you know, like it, like. But now she's doing it better too. Like the way it like sprays. Like I don't know if you guys noticed that too. Like it's like she's perfected it. I guess is the way uh, I want to say it. And I loved. Becky's reaction. So, uh, you know, I think that's going to be another great match, even though we had it last year. But, uh, yeah, got to go Becky retains on that one. And let's go. You know, I did want to end with the Women's Royal Rumble, but let's face it, guys. Like we said earlier, we only have four people officially announced, unless there's something going on on Twitter right now. You know, this is Tuesday night as of this recording. Um, check right now. Yeah, man, Bill, that's that's why you're the guy. <laughs> the guy in the chair. But uh, we have uh, Charlotte Flair, heavy favorite, I would say. Alexa Bliss. Nikki Cross and Sarah Logan. My question to you guys, you know, we could speculate on all these NXT talents and NXT UK talents and all these other roster talents, but how do you get to the Monday before, yeah, the Monday before the Royal Rumble at this point, Tuesday, and only have four women announced? Like, to me, that's, I don't get it. Like, I, like you have 22 for the men's and four for the women. I mean, I'm all about the idea for surprises, and I think that this is going to be really fun with a lot of surprises, but four? Only four? Uh, your thoughts. Uh, Queen, we'll start with you. I hate that. Yeah. Now, I, I, it's like they did for TLC. Wasn't the TLC pay-per-view? We found out on, like, Sunday, like, half the card. Yes. I was like, wait, what's going on? Like, it was just so bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the element of surprise. That's, this is the reason I love Royal Rumble so much. Not only because of what it represents, but the fact that you just don't know who's going to get called next. I love that. I love the anticipation. But like four of them, that's not enough, people. There are 30 spots. You need to give me like closer to half. Yes. <laughs> give me like excited about potential matchups in the ring like who are we going to see going at it like who's the surprise that's going to cause this cool spot to happen you know it, it starts to give you a picture not a full picture but enough of a picture to start getting excited for it yeah um I, like we said it's tuesday right there could be people announcing things i'm obviously uh on smackdown there will be stuff happening but I don't know. I just feel like we should know a few more people by now and uh, we have so I, many for the men so I don't know. Yeah. I click Fox WWE on Fox's Twitter. I'm trying to like go through all the women like they have like picked on here. So like I'm just like I have to assume like since Fox is doing this like some of these women have to be in there. Yeah. You know I mean? Like I'm seeing I'm seeing like Billy. Okay, so I'm just telling you who I'm clicking on right now because like click who do you think is going to be your pick? Casey Catanzaro. Tamina, I don't think she's hurt, so she's not in. See Peyton Royce. Uh, so I'm seeing like Tony Storm, Mia Yim, Tegan. Uh, I keep getting freaking Sony Deville. Come on, guys. <laughs> like I like her, but like I want to see more people. Okay, so I'm trying to like do this like in real time. <laughs> I can hear you clicking. Like, Dakota. Um, yeah, A lot of NXT IP. people. Well, yeah, yeah there, Piper Niven was in there. Yeah, so there's, there's people. Been. Yeah, me too. Um, Although, I don't know with her. She just got struck with um, Bell's palsy. So, I don't know if she's she's cleared for, like, right around Christmas time, too. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. And so, I don't know if she's going to be, like, you know, she's going to be active in that. But I'm assuming, like, that's, like, but again, that's, like. You have to imagine Shayna. You have to imagine, like. Oh, I have all um, this stuff. 
you know, uh, a list of people. But I just, I don't, to your it, point, I just don't think it's cool that they've announced so many guys and not enough girls. Like, why? It's silly. You have it, a whole roster full of them. It's a bit disrespectful. In my it opinion. is disrespectful. It's like, I know last year they're like, last year they were like, um, oh, hey, you know, because it was basically very obvious with Ronda that they were going to, women are going to main event WrestleMania. Sure. And I remember they were actually, wasn't it on Twitter last year where they were actually doing like a, maybe it was two years ago where they were like tweeting out like a week before or maybe a couple days before, like who's the entrance for each the men's and, and women's? You guys remember that? Or it'd be like, just declared, it would be like this person. And like, do you guys remember that? Kind of, yeah. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering if they're going to do that again. But I think it's like, there's a difference. Like, if you give us 10 women, if you, even if it's like, hey, Dana, I mean, not that she's bad or anything, but it's like, hey, Dana Brooks in a Royal Rumble. Okay, well, I know. Right, cool. Dana, yeah. yeah, it's like, cool. Like, the Iconics, like, or, you know, um, Kyrie Sane. Like, she already tweeted out the, the image from Fox saying, like, hey, that's my pick to win the Royal Rumble. So I'm like, okay, I'm assuming she's in. Right. But I don't know. Maybe the, maybe their thought process is, let, let's just keep it all a secret. Because someone said, like, the main roster only has, like, Braun SmackDown only have, like, 11 or 12 women between the two rosters or something like that. Wow. That can't be. So, oh, wow. Well, that are involved in matches, too. Because you, uh, you right, have right, to eliminate because okay. they're... They're probably not going to throw. They're not going to declare Lacey or Bailey or Becky and um, Oscar. Becky or Oscar. Yeah. Right. So if you take them out, you have in the main roster you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Rich Lana will be in it. Ten, yeah. eleven. I almost didn't include them. Her, her, and Liv. Yep. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14. No, I can't. So I need to do it twice. So it looks like f- legit, like active women is like about 14. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I'm not including people like Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo because I don't know if they're on the main roster or not. So, like, I just kind of. So, they're not. Right. They're so, right now, yeah. like you said, we have Charlotte, Alexa, uh, Nikki Cross, and Sarah Logan. So you would have to say Kyrie. Uh, that's five. Billy Kay at six. Peyton Royce at seven. Carmella eight. Natty. Databrook nine. Lana ten. Liv eleven. Mandy twelve. Natalia thirteen. Sonia fourteen. Now, if you go off last year's, Zelina Vega was in there. So you have 15. Let's go Naomi coming back. I would say that's Naomi, a safe bet. Yep, Naomi coming back. So that would be 16. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So if you're going to say Deanna and Chelsea, you have 17, 18. So you have 18 women that are like full-time, definitive, main roster women. So I guess we have 12 spots to pick out. So I guess you could say between NXT and Legends, I'm just going to give my picks. Yeah, go ahead. I say returning and surprising people, Nia Jax. Yep. Good call. Didn't even think of that. Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that'll be a feel-good moment. Uh, Mickey James, because she's a producer. Is she? Yeah. She's a producer now, yeah. Mm. Um, hold on, I'm going to go through my list. 
and I'm just going to go through the surprises first. Uh, I think Death Phoenix. Hmm. Because, oh. Be, I mean, I, I, I always, her stuff always pops up on my Instagram and Twitter, even though I don't follow her, of her just powerlifting. So I'm going to assume that, you know, maybe she'll be in the Rumble. Um, the big one I'm going to go with, and it's probably not going to happen. Every pay per view I say to Rob, Ronda Rousey's going to show up. Yeah. I'm not going to say this time. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to say Paige. Really? You Paige, think so? Paige had the neck surgery. There's been a lot of rumblings, pun intended, I guess, of her coming back. Wow, and I like that. To me, if you're going to have anyone like a long shot win with the best story, it's Paige. Her life was taken away from her. All the cyberbullying she had. Triple H basically took a shit on her. Like, that is a great story for people to get behind. Like, people could get behind her being in there if she won. Oh, yeah. I mean, they should definitely get behind her. But, I mean, her mom came out and said that there's no way she's ever coming back because she'll she'll be paralyzed. Or she could die. We said the same thing about Dana Bryan, though. Well, is it the same injury? I don't know. It's roughly, it's a spi- it was a spinal injury, a lot to do. So I'm just saying that's my long shot. That's my wild card. That's my crazy pick. Right. So I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that's my crazy pick. That'd be crazy. Um, I think if you're looking at NXT, you have to look at Ray Ripley, Bianca, Belair, Candice, Io Shirai, Gina. Uh, Tony Storm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Kaylee Ray, Shayna Baszler, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, wild card of Casey Catanzaro since she just came back and was in last year. And they love throwing Zia Lee into stuff. My other long shot is Lita. Hmm. Oh, fun. Because they, they always throw one random legend in there, and I can't see them be like, Kelly Kelly, go out there. Because everyone be like, okay, sure. That is, those are my picks for those. For those, I'd like to see Victoria get in there. Just she hasn't gotten any love they, from them in a while. They seem to not like yeah, her. Exactly my point. Yeah. And, you know, uh, shoe and Hall of Famer though, no question. Obviously, I don't see I it. You know, based on politics or whatever, it not happening. But uh, Bill, who do you have? You know, you kind of gave us our dark horse or your your theory there. Who do you have as the women's Royal Rumble winner? I think it's a layup of Charlotte Flair. I uh, go, I think I think they're going Becky and Charlotte. They they teased it. That's the money match. That's Austin Rock. And that's what they're going back to. Best and friends, Charlotte, better enemies. Charlotte, Charlotte ends it. Enters. Uh, I could see her doing a number one and run the or two and running the whole thing through. I'll uh, I'll piggyback off that bill. And again, like my my rumble picks aren't like fun and flavorful this time around. It's very uh, sticking to the script here, which I which I feel like you know. Like we said earlier in the podcast, there's nothing like really hot right now. Everything's just kind of bland, and 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 I mean we don't know what's going to happen in this. I hope for some surprises. I got to go Charlotte Flair as well. Just I mean again, I have four legit people to pick from. Like if I was a betting man, you know, I have a 25 percent chance on each of these people. You know, I'll go Flair out of the names listed here. Flair was kind of on the back burner last year. Has been kind of quiet this year. Um but uh, almost like ready to strike, I feel like. And uh, I just got to go Charlotte Flair. This is, uh, 
it's time for her not to be on the back burner. Again, anything else could happen. A lot, a lot, a lot of people are saying Ronda's coming back and Ronda's going to win. I am not about that for a lot of reasons, both in and out of the ring. And, uh, and uh, I'll go as far as a dark horse just for fun. Shayna Baszler winning the Rumble, that would be fantastic. She hasn't really been on TV since losing the title, except for that award show uh, as much. And, uh, you know, I don't, I just think that would be really fun. <laughs> Shayna Baszler, you know you're going to get an awesome WrestleMania match. I obviously don't see it going to an NXT person. But, uh, again, like we said earlier, Royal Rumble full of surprises, and that's the fun of it. Queen, your thoughts on uh, any special returns or theories, maybe a Dark Horse winner, and then uh, your thoughts for the Women's Royal Rumble winner. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be Charlotte Flair. She's been very idle while Becky and Asuka have been doing their thing. And obviously she's not on SmackDown, so Bailey and Sasha are doing their thing. She's the one that's been on the on the outs, and mm. you can't put the queen on the outs for too long. They clearly want her to, you know, beat and surpass her daddy's reign. So the only thing she really hasn't done is uh, win the Rumble. So this uh, this could be it for her. I mean, Ronda could come back, maybe. But blah, and uh, I I actually would love if Shayna Baszler was like screw NXT I'm out and came up and just defeat. I could you imagine if she defeated Charlotte Flair for the Rumble? Oh man, I would die of happiness. <laughs> and then I could just see her coming right in Becky's face and just start laughing and walk right right away because their match. Poor Bailey was <laughs> not really well used in that, but that heat that they have, uh, I think, could be really, really sick for Mania. Um, and then maybe eventually we see a Ronda return to to face her former little four horsewoman partner at some point. So you you have the same theory that Tommy Dreamer had on Busted Open that it's a Shane Becky match and Ronda comes out at some point during WrestleMania oh, corner, as a corner woman or comes out on the Monday after and says I'm back and I'm coming for the belt and uh, yeah I, oh. I think that that's a way more interesting it's way interesting of to me way of doing things we guess because charlotte becky is money it'll get draw but they already main evented mania right they did that last year and we've seen them fight so many times it's time for something different yes um but i can see them just like you said bill that easy little layup it's it's money they can do it it's not a problem right it's it's their least worrying going into mania they know that they'll do a good job right but Mm -hmm. i think it would be more fun to have Shayna win, so that's like my dark horse pick, and I'd be stoked if that happened. Yeah, but the, the thing is, know. like Becky and Charlotte, uh, Becky and Charlotte didn't have the media match. Like Ronda was they in didn't. there, so right. it, they didn't so have one on one. It's right. the, it's the, I guess not the mano a mano, the mana a mana. I don't know. Right. I don't. I'm not good with words sometimes. It, you're fine. It's like it's like it's like who is the alpha woman of sure. WWE. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally, like I said, I agree. I think that's what's ultimately going to happen, but I would love them to surprise us and that not be the case. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, they'll throw some legends in there. To be honest, I don't think we'll see anything majorly shocking, but, hey, I've been wrong before and I'll be wrong again. 
Uh, I could also see uh, one person starting in Texas, uh, uh, Jackie Moore, maybe coming out because she's from Texas. Oh, that's, that's cool, yeah. That's the only Texas connection I could think of for WWE, because so, I have a big one for the men's rumble that I'm very excited to share. Mm, I might know where interesting uh so it seems like we're all on the same page obviously you know we only have four solid choices as of this recording we all pick the same person even though there's 30 women in the match we'll see what happens morgan's gonna win the rumble all right let's not say things we can uh take back (laughs) so uh, (laughs) so uh Let's go to the jersey zone. Jersey zone. Yeah, that's that's true. Let's go to the men's Royal Rumble match now. Twenty-two as of this recording are confirmed. I will read the list very quickly. Uh, Roman Reigns, heavy favorite. Brock Lesnar, very interesting kind of twist here. Whereas they haven't, I believe they have not said he is defending the title. He's just going in number one and is going to run through everybody. I believe. Thank you, uh, Paul Heyman, for explaining all that in your very long-winded ways. We have AJ Styles. We have Rowan. We have uh, Bill Bodkin's other personal favorite, Randy Orton. We have Ray Ray, my personal favorite, Ricochet. We have Drew McIntyre. We have Who Wants to Walk with Elias. Uh, Bill's favorite, Baron Corbin, Ziggs, Otis and Tucker. Who And I am not a fan of the tag teams going into the Royal Rumble. I like Heavy Machinery. They're a lot of fun. They're talented. I hear they're really great backstage. They help tear down the ring, this and that. Not a fan of the tag teams being in the Royal Rumble. Just always been that way. Rusev, Lashley, not going to say anything about that. Aleister Black, one of my all-time favorites. Would like to see a lot more from him. That would be a fun, really, really fun underdog pick. I don't see it happening. Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, another heavy favorite. Shin, Seth, KO, and Samoa Joe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's everybody officially announced. Let's talk surprises Uh, first. Go ahead. uh, Question. Is, isn't Shinsuke and Braun going to fight for the IC title at the Rumble? I don't believe so. I could be wrong. I don't believe so. Uh, you want to Wikipedia it? You want to look it up? I don't. I don't think so. That's not on here. No, because I think... I thought they had... Oh, maybe it's going to be on SmackDown this week. Maybe, yeah, because I think... Yeah, it sounds like something like that, because he was trying to get the title shot, and Sammy was like, no, 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 and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, man. I just thought they had built it for so long that it was going to happen. Yeah, that that guy deserves a singles title, even though, again, they kind of slept on him when he was hot, and then he got injured, this and that. That's a whole other story. Uh, Here's some kind of fun surprises I want to throw at you guys, and uh, of course, Bill Bodkin wouldn't be a Bob Culture podcast without a name drop, so incoming name drop just for you. Um, We have Kane, uh, you know, for possible surprise. I think Abyss would be a real cool surprise, because, you know, he's a producer. Uh, Riddle, you know. Wow. Bro. Wow. That is a good pull, Right. I don't think he'll do it because he's never in WWE, but that's that's a really good pull. I, I mean, I pop for Sanjay Dutt as well, but you know, they, yeah, man. Although I just they just heard they just hired Sylvain Grenier to be a, a producer. I'm like, wow, you guys will hire anybody at this point. <laughs> I think very, I would say, ninety percent chance Keith Lee is in the Rumble. Uh, like no question, Riddle probably. A <laughs> lot of talk about Edge coming back. We can talk about that. Uh, I think we might see the juke with Jeff Hardy. Now, obviously, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on. You know, get this, get this. Uh, I, I don't see that. Yeah, get this guy to I don't D- see that happening. Get this guy to DDP yoga or whatever. Get him some help, whatever he needs. You know, uh, one of my personal favorites. I would love to see him. Apparently, he was cleared as recently as November, but 
again, it's it's all mental health and, and who knows substance abuse, who knows what's going on with that. A lot of people are talking about CM Punk coming back. Um, you know, don't worry, we'll be done in time for backstage so you guys can watch tonight. Should be a good episode. And Killer Cross, you know, here's the name drop for you, Bill. Uh, you know, we, we saw him a couple weeks ago, uh, Don't Cross the Boss. Very nice guy. Talked to him. I said, hey, man, you beat up my friend for the title. Heck of a match. And uh, he's just very well spoken and was very nice. And um, he conducted himself with, like, a lot of respect, like, in and out of the ring. And, like, you, like, bowed to the title. And just, uh, I don't know, something about him. Like, he's got it, you know. Uh, good guy, bad guy. Uh, this guy's going places. So I think seeing him pop up in the Rumble would be awesome. I would love to see Gargano pop in, and then obviously Adam Cole, who's like wrestler of the year, top of the world right now. Again, another class act. I'll go with Adam Cole for my dark horse. Imagine Adam Cole getting the Royal Rumble win on top of everything. You know you're going to have a quality WrestleMania main event You know, coming out of that. That would be really cool. What do you guys think as far any, um, let's go dark horses and any surprises you guys think might be coming for the Rumble? We'll start with you, Bill. Uh, Booker T uh, yeah. is my number one because they're in Houston. Um, Booker T is still in really good shape. He can still go. He's not going to be one of these um, overweight legends who's going to be shuffling down to the ring, man. It's his hometown. He's going to come out, maybe hit a spin-a-rooney, be out there for a few minutes. It'll be a, a good time for everybody. Um, Kane, I think, is almost guaranteed because he is, uh, you know, he's on SmackDown now. He's, he's come back out a few times. I think um, it also would be a good passing of the torch if someone like a like a Keith Lee, a Braun Strowman, probably Braun Strowman, eliminated him. Um, I really think we're getting Edge back. I wow. really think we're getting Edge because they're saying you know he was in Pittsburgh where they have all their medical clearance stuff, and he's been working out and he re-upped a contract. And uh, the rumors is going to be him and Randy at at WrestleMania. I know we'll match up when I go to the bathroom door, but you know, you know, wow. edges I, I don't like Randy Orton. He wrestles the same match all the time. And it's and so it's like I really think we're going to see Edge come out. Uh, the other like big time surprises, I think we're going to see Jinder Mahal is going to come out. I think he's going to be a, a surprise, and everyone's going to act real surprised and real stock, shocked and real stunned. I'm not a Jinder Mahal guy. He is a mid-card dude to me. Um, I think um, not announced, but will be in the Rumble. The Miz, uh, John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, Big E. None of those guys are announced. I think mm. they're going to be in. I can't see you leaving those four guys or a combination of those four guys off the Royal Rumble. It's too big. Um, and for NXT, man... Um, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, um, <sighs> some reason I feel like they would pull the trigger on Damian Priest, just or Killian Dane, because they always throw in a rando. That you're just like, oh, okay, we, we put him in there. That's why I also like I'm not surprised if Mojo shows up, and, and like because they always throw like a random like, oh, here's Apollo Cruz, here's Epico Cologne, you know, here's here's this guy. Um, but yeah, those are the guys I'm. You know, I could I could definitely uh, see in there a big surprise if they did it. I don't think they will. Would be Finn Balor. Oh, true. Um, he would get a big. He would get a big time reaction. But I just don't see. I just I just don't know. Um, so yeah, I guess 
Are we picking winners, or we're just throwing out guys? Give me a dark horse. You got a, like a dark horse, or any like interesting theory, or wishful thinking? I guess fantasy. Uh, I mean, I mean, I would rather be happy. I would be happy if CM Punk showed up in the match, but I don't think that's going to happen. Like I would like because I wasn't happy that he came back to backstage. If he got in the ring, that'd be super cool. Um, my dark horse to win the whole thing would be and it's weird that i'm calling this guy a dark horse is braun Strowman, mm. because i'm like man there, if there's ever a guy you should be putting the belt on or putting it a main event at wrestlemania it's braun Strowman. oh no the guy who's going to come in that has confirmed he's going to be in but wwe is denying he ever said it is kane velasquez because he told the british media he's like i am 100 percent in the royal rumble <laughs> so he is definitely going to come out and he is definitely going to be involved with Brock Lesnar in some way. Uh, as regards to Brock and the Rumble, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Drake Maverick was number two because Vince McMahon was like, ah, he's short, he's big, comedy, you know? But um, I've seen Brock going through a couple guys. He's not going the whole match. Like some people are like, he's going to run through the whole thing. No, he's not. Brock Lesnar has not wrestled more than 17 minutes this year. <laughs> That's the fair. longest match he had was with Seth Rollins. All the other matches have not added up to 17 minutes. He has spent more time in the ring listening to Paul Heyman talk than wrestle. So he's not listening to. He's not going through the whole thing. My ultimate pick to win the Rumble. Uh, should I give that or no? Why not? Go for it, man. What do you uh, got? Roman Reigns will win the Rumble. Uh, he's been away from the title picture for way too long. They've and they've done that purposefully. I think people like him a lot more. I think people aren't going to boo the shit out of him if he wins. Um, I mean, I would love to see Drew McIntyre win, but he ain't going to win, especially with this new character. But I think Roman's going to be it, and he's going to go. I think we're going to get Roman in the Fiend. Brock Lesnar gets the special attraction because Brock Lesnar can only fight monsters at this point. It's monsters or the people that can beat him or either Seth or Roman because they're the only guys who have beaten him in the last five years or so. Yeah, that's fair. Very well very well said. Um, man, lots to talk about. Oh, real quick, Bill, do you see Killer Cross popping in? Absolutely not. No? You see him going uh, somewhere else? No, he's, no, he has too many dates um, available. He has too many indie dates left. Mm. Like, he's literally doing he's doing MLW in Philly, which is going to be on TV. And then he's got all these other dates he's got around. Um, there's no lock he's signed to WWE, although I'm pretty sure he is going to sign to WWE. I don't know if he would get that much of a reaction as, like, AJ Styles was the ultimate signing. Oh, and it, oh yeah. I don't, I, as much as I like Killer Cross, he doesn't have that cachet. Like, I, he's more of a guy you see at NXT TakeOver prior to WrestleMania in the front row. Because... A lot of people, the route we're going around is he's not taking WrestleMania weekend bookings in Tampa. Gee, I wonder why. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Queen, uh, your thoughts on the men's rumble, dark horses, returns, uh, and ultimately the winner? Um, can't really say too much else because I agree with a lot of what Bill said, but I will add a couple Sorry. things. I think that Alistair Black is my dark horse. Yes. I think we'll oh, see a returning so awesome. Velveteen Dream. Nice. I think that would be an excellent pop and a great shot in the arm for NXT. Uh, they've been moving, you know, towards this whole um, equal status with NXT, Raw, and SmackDown, right? And as we've mentioned earlier, we feel that NXT is, is the superior entity. Um, 
but I think that in order to do that, we need to have a really strong showing from NXT, and I think that would get the biggest pop, and he's a lot of fun. So I think that would be cool. Um, I think Drew McIntyre is definitely in contention. Uh, I'm going to lean probably Roman Reigns to win because I think that they've kept him out, like Bill said, for, for too not too long. I think actually the right amount of time. It's been nice to have him not involved in a title mm-hmm. picture. It allows us to miss him a little bit. It allows the fans to not have him shoved down our throat a lot. Um, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to, to return to that. Uh, I like Roman Reigns and everything, and you know, I'm super glad that he's able to wrestle and everything went well with his health and stuff, but yeah. I'm not really into seeing him getting another title shot, especially against Brock Lesnar. I, I just don't care enough for that because um, it's not really good. I like Brock in matches with smaller people. I think he does better. Uh, it's more entertaining. Um, with bigger guys, he struggles. So I don't think... I, think, you, I think he would go for the Fiend because, yeah. I, think because I think Brock is going to do the attraction match. Yeah, that could be too. Um, but I don't know that I want to see Roman Fiend either. So I, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like a weird thing that I, I think it's the obvious choice for, you know, we built this guy back up and I don't think they're going to boo him and, and we're finally at a good place with Roman in terms of his character. But, um, you know, Roman in the chase isn't really great and neither is really Roman with the title. So I'm not really sure kind of how I feel about it. But like we said earlier, there's not really too much to be excited about. Who's the guy? Um, I'm not really sure because Seth's, I'm done with that. So now what do we do? Yeah, it's it's tough. Like we said earlier, it's hard to put our finger on the pulse of this thing. Basically, uh, I would love to see like, um, you know, I always love the high flyers and the underdogs, like a Ricochet or like a Gargano or Gargano win the Royal Rumble. Like what a moment and what an emotion that would be. And, you know, but I don't see that being the match. Um, but again, like Dark Horse, like Adam Cole, that would be really fun. You know, you're going to get a great match with any of those guys. Uh, we talk about Drew McIntyre, heavy favorite. I don't see him getting that main event WrestleMania spot. I don't see that. No offense to him. I don't see him being in a main event match at WrestleMania. Not right now, anyway. Uh, A lot of chatter earlier in the, or not earlier in the year, but a while back, was him facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Uh, I think that may may play out. Obviously, depends on a lot of things and health and all that stuff. Was at the Performance Center not long ago this year, this month. Oh, yeah. okay, there you go. So I think that's the direction. I, I'll say Drew McIntyre, definitely Final Four, no question. Uh, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm, I can see that too. I'll go, uh, man. I gotta go Roman Reigns. Like it's not exciting, you know. No, not a knock on Roman. So glad he's back. So glad he's healthy. Uh, inspired people. Uh, seems like a good dude. Uh, you know, I know he's mentored some of the indie guys that I know. Um, I'll, I'll be excited to see him do well, but he's won the rumble before. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's fought yes. Lesnar at WrestleMania. And got booed, got the rock boot at the same time. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. They, they went, they went into the fire. There it is. There it is. Uh, but we've seen Brock Lesnar for the universal title. We've seen, or I'm sorry, Brock Roman for the universal title. I do, I do see Ro- Roman winning. I do see him going for the Cool Ranch Doritos title versus the Fiend because they've kept the Fiend so far away from Roman. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there has been yeah. any interaction. Uh, I think Bill in the podcast before has said like Roman's going to be in the title picture coming up, and he's kind of been calling sure. it. I think this is the time. 
at the same time, I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, it would be great to see Roman Reigns back. You know, he's healthy. He's kind of uh, had like other storylines with Corbin going on. I just, I don't know if I want to see Roman Reigns main event title match versus Brock or Fiend. I think it's going to be Reigns versus the Fiend at WrestleMania. Again, we have Elimination Chamber and all that, but usually people retain. Uh, sure. So, so can nothing. I, can, I throw, can I throw a wild one out there for please, you? Guys? Please, because I'm like, I'm less excited now. <laughs> please. Completely wild. What about John Cena? What about John Cena? We he didn't even not... come at all 2019, right? A single show. Well, no, no, no. He was at WrestleMania. No, I, excuse me, wrestling. Sorry. Yeah, he didn't really do anything. Oh, a match. Right. Yeah, he didn't he have a match. Right. He didn't have a match all but, 2019. So, man, I know he's got some movies coming out. But, man, it just seems like the the, the place would lose, the place would become unglued. You know, Big Match John coming out. People would lose it. They really would. Because people didn't lose it too much at WrestleMania because he came out to the old school theme, theme song and everyone was like, mm, really, what's happening here? Um, and that was like an hour six, I think. I was just going to say that was part of the reason because WrestleMania yeah. is so long. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I could see it being seen. I remember people were pitching The Rock, but I'm like, no way. But I'm just like, man, like, Cena would be wild. And that would be, like, fresh. Cena Brock. I mean, it could. I mean, I don't know if I'd love it, but I mean, it would be a hell of a surprise. People are thinking punk rock. I mean, what do you guys think about punk coming back? I hope he doesn't. I'm. Uh, I like CM Punk a lot. I do, but I think that moment has passed, and I think he—he's just. I don't know. It'd be cool for like a hot second, and then then what? Yeah, he would kind of be he like finally gonna get his mania moment. Are they really? Did they really mend fences that much? I don't know. And he would also kind of be a fraud. Yeah, because remember he was like, oh, part timer shouldn't be wrestling unless he came back full time. I mean, well, unless he came back full time, but I don't know. I don't see it. I think definitely Edge, but I'm not. I don't know about Punk. I think he'd he'd really have to commit to doing it again, and I don't. I don't think he wants to do that. No, I don't think so either. It'd be a great Dr. moment, be a great surprise, but I, I am not a CM Punk guy. I, I love what he brought to the table in terms of breaking the fourth wall and, you know, sticking it to him and all that kind of stuff. Very interesting storylines. Um, just not just not my, my dude, not my guy. I've heard a lot of people that worked with him have a lot to say about how he is and how he treats people, this and that. Um, you know, we see stuff on his Twitter, all that kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. It, just something about him. It's just like a kind of turns me off to his whole vibe it, at the same time hearing that cult of personality living color song uh great band that would be an awesome moment but uh i think it would be a fun surprise i wouldn't mind seeing him but i'm nah, i'm not on the cm punk bandwagon really uh, can so. i can i ask a positive question yeah please I mean, do i feel like we're getting bummed yeah <laughs> what for you guys what would be and it could be completely ridiculous too by the way like it doesn't have to make logical sense. What would be the th- the the person that would come out that would make you jump out of your seat with your mouth agape that oh my god this is happening? And if they don't have to be contract, they could be contracted elsewhere. What would be the one that you'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe it, goosebumps everywhere, just like you're 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 a seven year old kid again watching wrestling. 
That's tough. I, I, you know, when Ray came back a couple years ago, um, I always tease Matt because we're at, at his house. Like someone always returns when we watch a pay per view there. Like the Hardys returned at WrestleMania. Like that was goosebumps. That, that was, was crazy. Yeah, that and yeah, totally. And uh, that was at Matt's house. And then you know we watched the Royal Rumble there, and Ray came back, and that was like goosebumps. And, and Ray was in fantastic shape, and you know he killed it. It was great. I do, so like oh my I don't know like Jeff would be exciting for me like again I, I hope he's healthy and like maybe that would like be like a feel good thing like you know to see the juke and hear the do, 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 you know or maybe the no more words version of a song with the actual live band they might have to pay a royalty for that one I don't know um, but that would be cool to see Jeff just one of my favorites and back and healthy and and on the road and not messing around. I, I don't know. Like all my favorites, kind of are, are signed right now. I can't really think of one. Queen, do you have anything? Okay. Um. Like maybe. I mean, even if they're signed elsewhere, like it's oh, okay. just like someone that would just be like, oh, like that'd be cool. Like I'm just, I'm just like fantasy booking never happened, but whatever. Just like what would make you happy? Hmm. <laughs> as much as I never want him to go to WWE ever. I just think the pomp and circumstance around Okada coming out at a nice. Royal Rumble to kick some I ass know. would just make my life. Like I just want to come in here and like take a title and walk out and go back to Japan. <laughs> I agree. That would be I mean, amazing. like I never want him in WWE, but like he has the charisma of a WWE superstar, right? So like oh, yeah. that would be the coolest with the robe and the money raining and the music and just like the straight that face with those shorts. Oh, life is so good. But I've never wanted to happen in reality because Wait, you're not a you're not a long pants Okada fan? Are you kidding me? No, the long pants Okada <laughs> makes me feel like we're we're on the verge of a breakdown. <laughs> yeah. It's those shorts or nothing, honey. Oh man! Size <laughs> cannot be hidden in my life. Okay, Bill. <laughs> I feel that. I, feel <laughs> I, I had games. I had games like that one once in my dreams. Um, I would say Will Ospreay's music hitting Ooh. would be by It Lives and Breathes. Yeah, I was just gonna say, isn't that our good pals? Yeah. Else, that would be amazing, and it'll it won't happen anytime soon. But I would nearly shit five bricks if I heard Cody Rhodes' theme song playing. Could you w- imagine? And he just walks out. He's like, no, I don't want that to happen at all. Ever. No, no thanks. So cool. But it would be amazing. He just be like, holy shit. And also, and my sentimental favorite, it won't happen, would be the Jushin Thunder Liger theme song, even though he did retire. So he's my favorite. He's one of my favorites of all time. So to hear him, that would have been cool if he had gotten in a rumble. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, no one would cheer, and I also would cringe, but at the same time, feel so happy. They're in Texas. If goddamn Terry Funk came out. My God, I would, I'd be like, how is he going to get to the ring? Please get him a golf cart and like just see him just clubber a couple people, peace out, do his own thing. Someone actually did a thing where they did the countdown and then they like would play music for like a different wrestler. It's like, imagine if this happened. And one of them was New Jack's theme song. And I was just like, part of me would love that. <laughs> that would never happen. And also part of me would really hate it. So, but given that, Rob, given that, like, fantasy booking, what do you got? 
Yeah. Uh, like I said, like Jeff Hart, Jeff Hardy would be the one to give me chills. What you know, we're talking Texas. Any you know, we did see him give AJ a stunner. Any thoughts? Maybe like a possible t- you know rattlesnake, Stone Cold, I mean, just for a stunner. That would be just shut your mouth, slap a baby. That would be amazing. I love Stone Cold. He's my favorite. So Is he? Anytime yeah. that music comes out, I'm like, yup, I'm here for it. <laughs> yes. I feel like that theme song, more than any theme song ever, is the type people were just like ripping their clothes off, throwing chairs. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> like, more than Hogan's theme song ever, it's, it's the Steve Austin theme song. People just, it just has this effect on people. It makes you feel like a badass. It does, because it is a badass theme song. I hated when they replaced it with Disturbed. I was like, shut Yeah, that had to go away. Like, shut yeah. your butt. This is terrible. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I think uh, that, that's a good good note to end it on, guys. And again, I thank you so much for joining me. It's always nice conversing with you guys and talking with friends. Uh, so I appreciate your guys' time. But of course, before we get out of here, we have to do the shameless, shameless promotion. Queen, tell everyone where they can follow you for Queenie Chats, Queen's Court, all those amazing shows that I love to listen to every single week. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me again. It was an absolute pleasure. I love talking with you. Um, you guys can find me at the Queen of Any on Twitter and at X the Queen of Any on Instagram. You can find my show Queen's Court every single Wednesday wherever podcasts are found. You can find it. Promise, just type it in. Uh, this week, very special episode with the Get Yo Podcast Boys on for a Queenie suggests. So I suggest that you listen to that episode. <laughs> Absolutely, well, and Queen. Next time you're in the Greater Asbury Park or Jersey area, uh, you know, shoot us a message. We'll hang out for sure. That'd be really cool. Of course, I absolutely will. Uh, Bill Bodkin, the editor-in-chief of PopBreak.com. Bill, a little shameless promo for us, please. Yes, you can check out thepopbreak.com every single day because we've got awesome content going up there, whether it's wrestling, whether it's because we're covering Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, NXT, and uh, NWA Power. Um, we also have uh, great coverage with music, film, television, comic books, and uh, I would love for you to check it out every day. We have great people like Rob writing for us all the time. Check us out also on Facebook forward slash popbreak.com, all spelled out at popbreak.com, on Twitter for and at the popbreak on Instagram. If you wanted to see me tweeting uh, gifts of Adam Page drinking, um, I am at Bodkin Writes. Love it. Thank you guys so much. Always a pleasure. Shameless promo for me real quick. Uh, you know, Follow me at, at Bob Culture Pod, and I will be appearing on uh, the UK's Wrestling with Johnners podcast this Friday night. We're going to be talking about NXT, what? AEW. Yeah, good Yo. dude. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not flying over there or anything, but uh, it'll be good. To, you know, thanks to uh, modern technology, it'll be good to be talking with him. He's a good dude. A lot of in-depth match coverage. So a little shameless promo for him. Uh, very honored to be a guest on that show and uh, talk a little bit of wrestling. So it'll be great and obviously make some more Royal Rumble picks. Uh, so, you know, tune in uh, for Wrestling with Johnners. Obviously follow the Queen. You know, bookmark thepopbreak.com. And thank you for listening and enjoy the Royal Rumble. We are out. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>